Sarah has feelings for you, Chuck. Feelings that will get her killed. Welcome to the show. This is the Chuck Series Companion. Today we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 3, Chuck vs. The Breakup. Yes, the return of Bryce Larkin. But before we get to that, I would like to thank you for listening to the show and also gently nudge you to my website, chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. There you will find all my previous episodes. And you will find my write-ups to each individual episode of Chuck. I kind of muse about what I think of the episode, my favorite parts. I also provide links to songs and recaps, etc. that I might want you to take a look at. So check that out at chuckpodcast.blogspot.com. You can also send me some feedback at nimpodcast at gmail.com. I love feedback. It helps fuel the machine. It keeps me going, keeps my enthusiasm going on the show. You could also send me a voicemail that I will play on the show. Call 1-206-309-4729. And lastly, subscribe to the show on iTunes. There you can actually rate the show and review it, and it would be much appreciated. Thank you so much for that. Now, let's get into Chuck versus the Breakup. This episode was written by Scott Rosenbaum, who wasn't just a producer on the show, he was also a writer. He wrote nine episodes in all. Previously, he'd written Chuck versus the Sizzling Shrimp and the Imported Heart Salami. And he also writes one of my favorites coming up a little bit after this episode. But he actually wrote several of my favorite episodes, so I'll get into that later. But thank you, Scott Rosenbaum, for writing a wonderful episode. <laughs> this episode was directed by Robert Duncan McNeil, who has already directed three episodes of Chuck. This is now his fourth, and he will go on to direct 21, so I'll be saying his name repeatedly as I talk about Chuck. But what more can I say? This guy is a prolific Chuck director, and he's awesome. Now, let's get into the episode. When we last left Chuck, he was headed to Sarah's room at the behest of Roan Montgomery, if you remember from Chuck vs. The Seduction. He told Chuck to rent a white sports coat, bring a single rose and a bottle of champagne, I believe, something like that, and show up at Sarah's. And Chuck did that, indeed. He showed up there. Everything was great. You should see the look on Sarah's face. Except, bummer, Bryce Larkin was there, and that's how the episode ended. Now, as this episode begins, it's a cool flashback of Bryce and Sarah, and they're furiously making out what is going on here. Yeah. 
Oh, I see. Their making out is just a distraction from some police there. And it worked. They totally lost interest in watching two Americans make out. Gross. Okay, we now know this is Bogota, Colombia, 2005. And just a note, and I've said this many times, I love Tim Jones' music. It rocks. But not so fast, Bryce and Sarah. It looks like two thugs have spotted you. Here, take the case. But what's this? A bad guy has Bryce at gunpoint and Sarah ever so casually stops, turns around, and plays it cool. You got it, sweetheart? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. What has she got? Oh, it appears to be a gun that she's hiding behind her person. And she's going to take this dude out. Well, give it to him. Shot, Mrs. Anderson. Thank you, Mr. Anderson. So, Sarah shoots the guy and they're free. And... (laughs) Bryce even picks up a rose from a flower stand and he hands it to her. And we see that they are Mr. and Mrs. Anderson. That's their covers. And then we hear the song Fake Empire come in by the band The National, which is a really cool song. And apparently Josh Schwartz likes it a lot, too, because he named his production company after the song Fake Empire Productions. So that's a little tidbit for you there. And then, if you remember what I said before, Chuck is arriving at Sarah's apartment. He's got the rose, he's got the champagne, he's got the white jacket, and hey, we've seen this before. Stay super late tonight, picking apples, making pie, put a little something in our lemonade, take it with us. Chuck! Hi! Um, oh, Chuck. Miss me? Well, luckily, we didn't have to suffer through a uh, awkward conversation. It cuts back to Chuck at home. We see the rose thrown into the wastebasket, and Chuck looks pretty bummed out. Hey! So when he shows up, awesome and ellie are home and ellie's wondering why are you home so early chuck on a date night that was a fast date is everything okay with you and sarah everything except her ex is in town (laughs) this dude has a really nasty habit of popping into my life at the most inopportune of times stalker ex not awesome does he know that you and sarah are dating yeah i just think he's taking the whole we can still be friend thing to heart don't sweat it chuck this guy can't hold a candle to you and what does he have that's so great 
uh, that would be good looks, sophistication, an exciting career, and much more history with Sarah. You know what? I'm sure that Sarah will take care of it. This guy will be out of your life in no time. Something tells me it won't be quite that simple. Do you want to talk? Watch something else? No, no, I'm good. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hang. I'm, I'm fine. I'm gonna be fine. So I'm just gonna sit here alone. Not technically, but you know, emotionally. Wow, from that look on your face, Chuck, I think you're lying. You're not okay being alone. <laughs> Poor Chuck. Now let's cut to the buy more, and Lester's making all the employees' lives a living hell. Okay, look at this. This is what I'm talking about. I'm worried about Lester as the new assistant manager. Why? Is he making you work? Please, Chuck. I have mad work avoiding skills. True. True. No, he's drunk with power, man. I once read that Mussolini started in retail. Really? Hmm. Well, it could be worse. It could be Casey. But don't look now. Here's Casey, and he needs Chuck. You know what that means. There's probably a mission. Lunch break. Orange orange. Yogurt again? Can't we have a meatball sub? We're not eating, idiot. We got a new mission. Does it have anything to do with Bryce? Why he's in town? I don't know. If I know Larkin, he's probably here for a roll in the hay with Walker. Ah, that was harsh, Casey. Now let's cut to the home theater room, and it appears to be filled with a bunch of loud, obnoxious jocks. And even one of them looks a little bit like Michael Strahan, formerly of the New York Giants. Look at them. Visiting from their Mighty Jocks sporting goods store with their curls and their tacos. Can't treat my store like a frat house. Drops. Drops. Come here. Get in there and kick those ruffians out. That's Mittens Mary Band of Maniacs. Not only the Giants, they are psychopaths. Look, I'm sorry. Morgan management means making tough decisions. Now go in there and kick them out. Yikes, I don't think I'd want this job because these guys look pretty scary. But you know what? Morgan, he's a brave guy. He's going to go confront them. <laughs> you guys having a good time? Good, good. Uh, sorry, just get, can I get a second, please? One second, man. You're a little Right, well, um, okay. Well, obviously you haven't heard. Heard what? We, we have some new rules here at the Buy More. Basically, uh, we just uh, requiring customers to clean up after themselves and allowing others to enjoy the various video game consoles. Specifically, the Madden football, you know, and, and if it's possible, we could all just kind of as a group here, myself included, okay, use our indoor voices, as my mother used to say. We're so sorry. We didn't mean to offend anybody. We didn't know we had new rules. I'm going to clean up my lunch. Thank you so much, man. I was nervous about asking you because, oh, you're just going to... Oh, well, this looks nice. He seems to be offering a burrito to Morgan. Oh, he stuck it in his pocket and squished it. Oh, boy. There you go, buddy. We're all cleaned up. And, dude, if you ever interrupt another one of my games, it's going to be your face that gets smushed. You understand that? Perfect. All right, buddy. Thanks. Now let's cut to Below the Orange Orange in their secret CIA base, and we get this cool view through down through the vent through a fan and right into the room it's a really cool shot that we'll probably see a few more times (laughs) 
idea what Bryce is doing in town? He's not staying with you, is he? Not now, Chuck. <clears throat> is there something you would like to share with the rest of the class, Mr. Bartowski? No, sorry, General. Zipping it up. The fulcrum threat is far worse than it originally appeared. We've learned one of their agents stole an encrypted microchip containing top-secret information out of the DNI. The information on the chip contained highly classified intelligence. A refresh for the new Intersect. Is there anything on that chip that could compromise our cover? Unfortunately, yes. Agent Larkin has learned that Fulcrum hired Vaughn Hayes, a wealthy software magnate, to decrypt the chip and deliver the encoded information back to them. Mr. Hayes is throwing a lavish party at his Bel Air estate this evening. The finest dining, music, and food. Your job will be to pose as a married couple and steal back the chip. See, this is what I'm talking about, General. Finally, a mission I can sink my teeth into. Dust off the tux, polish up the dancing shoes. Um, Chuck, I'm starting to think maybe you're wrong about that. No, Chuck. This mission is going to require a real spy. And with that, cue Bryce Larkin. Sorry I'm late. LA traffic's still the worst. Bryce will be posing as Sarah's husband. Chuck, you'll be posing as a waiter. Try and flash on and identify the fulcrum agent. Ah, he's even got a ring and he's placing it on Sarah's finger. He's really rubbing it in. Hello, Mrs. Anderson. So now let's cut back to the buy more and Chuck is really curious about what exactly Sarah and Bryce are doing and what is he doing, but mostly he wants to know about Bryce and Sarah. Hey, Casey. So what's the deal with the, with the mission tonight? Sarah said you were working on the plan. Yeah. Yeah. We're making it airtight. So even you can't screw it up. Thanks for the vote of confidence. So what, what's the scoop with the, you know, the Andersons? Why are you worried Bryce is going to steal your girl? Okay, you know what? First of all, Sarah and I are purely professional, so I resent any accusation otherwise. And second of all, I can't take an interest in my co-worker's mission. I mean, I figure if I'm going to be stuck being a spy for a while now, I think, you know, I want to learn a little lesson from the master. Hmm. All right, the microchip is stored inside of Vault and Von Hayes' mansion. What Bryce and Sarah need to do is slip out of the main ballroom and grab it. Well, aren't people going to be asking questions if they see him snooping around the house? Bryce and Sarah will be very affectionate. That way no one will ask them any questions when they're looking for the vault. That's the beauty of PDA. PDA. Let's see. That's public display of affection. Oh, no. More Bryce and Sarah being smooshed together. This is awful. Now cut to the orange orange and Bryce is there talking to Sarah. The company really knows how to put you into a cute outfit. We're not undercover yet, Bryce. Well, you can't be too careful. You never know who's watching, Mrs. Anderson. Yeah, uh, about the Andersons. I really think that we should keep it strictly a cover this time. Okay. Everything all right? Yeah, it's just with Fulcrum getting closer and closer, we should be focused. You know, no distractions. You're right, yeah. No distractions but what's this ellie is outside the orange orange she's about to walk in and she sees this mysterious man in front of sarah and she realizes this must be the ex that chuck was talking about and when she sees him place his hand on sarah's she gets a little worried i have to admit though 
sure was fun while it lasted. Now cut back to the buy more, and Chuck is watching Morgan pull a burrito out of his pocket, and he's a little curious about it. I've always found that lunch travels better in a bag, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, well, Lester made me kick the Mighty Jocks out of the home theater room, so Mitt burritoed me. Buddy, what if I told you about direct confrontation with the Mighty Jocks? Mitt specifically. Run with my tail between my legs and go get John Casey. I know. Man, you ever have someone show up in your life and just make you feel so damn small? Uh, yeah, I think Chuck knows exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, the... Buddy, there's always going to be someone that's cooler or better looking or more athletic than us. But but there's one thing that we have that they don't. I got a beard. Brains. Mm-hmm. Brains. And if we use our brains, then we're going to be okay. You're right, dude. I know. All right, good talk. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, there you go. And now here's Allie, and she's got something to break to Chuck. Schmutz. Hey. Hey, hey, I was just on my way home. I got this thing to do with Sarah. What's, what's going on? Uh, well... I went by to Orange Orange to ask Sarah to be a bridesmaid. That is so sweet, Ellie. Yeah. Um, Chuck, when I got there, I saw her holding hands with another guy. I think it might be her ex. <clears throat> really? Uh, did you did you get a good look at him? Well, I couldn't because he was faced the other way, but uh, dark hair, sort of classically handsome. I don't know if I'd, if I'd call him classically handsome. And maybe from like a weird angle or from really far away. Maybe that they were holding hands, huh? Yeah, I'm really sorry, Chuck. Don't be. <laughs> Don't be, Elle. Why? Why be sorry? No, it's all good. She's probably just letting him down easy. Trust me, things have never been better between us. Yeah, yeah, Ellie. Everything's fine between Chuck and Sarah. <laughs> now let's cut back to the home theater room where those jocks are at it again. Grimes! I thought I told you to toss those meatheads. I tried, dude. What do you want me to do? Maybe they'll respond to somebody who's in a position of authority. Don't you think you should lead by example, Lester? Okay, all right, listen to me. What about a plan that doesn't require direct confrontation? Talk to me. You know, I do wonder why Morgan didn't just go get Casey. Maybe he doesn't like Casey for all the times he shoved his face into a wall. I don't know. But Morgan's taking it upon himself to show Lester how it's done. He's going to turn the power off in the home theater room. That'll fix everything. I love how uh, Morgan is doing all these tucks and rolls and crawling on the ground. We just see Anna Wu just shaking her head, like, <laughs> so disappointed in them at how stupid they are. I'm taking it to the house! And it looks like Mitt is taking it to the house. That means he's going to get a touchdown, everyone. His avatar is running towards the end zone. They're counting it down. And the power is going to go out. Then we get a nice little bit of Beethoven as Morgan and Lester are celebrating until Mitt squishes Morgan in the face with the door. <laughs> what the hell? That was a game-winning drive! A game-winning drive! 
holy crap, he's lifting Morgan in the air off of his feet. This guy is super strong. Now what does it look like? You know, kind of hard to tell a little bit about a glare. Super Bowl winning drive franchise mode. Oh, Madden! I can tell you're upset. <laughs> you could have asked us to leave nicely. I didn't even want to kick you guys out. I'm just an employee. And my boss made me do it. Who's your boss? Oh, come on. Don't make me Who? I'm glad the guy over there is kidding and I love as he points out Lester, he does a little throat slashing move, and Lester faints and just passes out right there. After work, I'm going to kick both your asses. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too. Oh, dear. Now Chuck shows up to Sarah's apartment, getting ready for the mission. What, no rose for me this time, lover boy? Cute. We're just protecting our cover. Sales up at the Bymore? Yeah. As a matter of fact, Bymore, Bymore is good. We just got a new MacBook SMC firmware update, so, you know, things are a little nutty. <laughs> I can imagine. I love this moment. He's watching Bryce tie on his bow tie, and Chuck looks down at his clip-on bow tie, feeling a little inferior. <clears throat> so, uh, staying with Sarah, huh? Protecting our cover. How are things between you guys? They're good. Good, good, good. Solid. Why? Did she say something? No. It's just, she's a beautiful girl, pretending to be your girlfriend. I was afraid you'd let the lines get blurred and fall for her. <laughs> what, me? Fall for Sarah? Please. Yeah, who would fall for Sarah? Hey, guys. So how do I look? What we see here is Sarah in a lovely red dress. And she looks smashing. Good. Yeah, yeah, real good. Red's not really my color, so. <laughs> or salmon or whatever that is. <laughs> I love uh, Sarah's face. She's so confused. And I love he's like, horse salmon or whatever. And Bryce is just staring at her like, what is going on between these two? Now let's cut to Von Hayes' gala. Where there's a party going down. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. As you all know, today is yours truly's birthday. Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I have a lot to be thankful for. I'm uh, rich. Handsome, an extraordinarily gifted lover. But most importantly, I know how to throw one hell of a party. So let's get it on, people! Yeah, okay, we'll do that, Von Hayes. And meanwhile, check out poor Chuck. He's standing there as a waiter, watching Sarah and Bryce together on the dance floor. Yeah. Hey, Martowski. Von Hayes is a table eight. Grab a bottle of wine, see if you flash on anything. But uh-oh, what's this? Sarah and Bryce appear to be dancing now. And I think Chuck is just more than a little threatened slash jealous, just uncomfortable with the whole situation. And he doesn't have his mind on the mission at all, by the way. security behind you? 
No. You're still a great dancer. You're a little rusty. Yes, sir. Of course. Fantastic. Can you just let me lead? Huh? No. Hey, quit screwing around, Bartowski. Hey, get close to Von Hayes. And I love this when Chuck approaches Von Hayes. He's pouring his drink. But Sarah's doing these kind of sexy, exotic dance moves, and Chuck totally loses focus and pours wine all over Von Hayes' lap. I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so, no, so no, sorry. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. Okay. You know, I'll go I'll get a fresh bottle. I'm so sorry. You sorry. do. Could help me so hard to find these days. Okay, I didn't flash on anything. Keep looking. Get your head in the game. <laughs> Chuck's head is far from the game, Casey. So he's standing there with a new bottle of wine, and another waiter comes up, and he's watching him dance, and Chuck doesn't appreciate his comments. Lombada. The forbidden dance. That's the blind spot. Get a room. Right? And the one thing Chuck doesn't realize here is that Sarah and Bryce are on the job right now. They're doing the mission. But it's then as he turns and he sees <laughs> Sarah and Bryce now kiss, and that's when he drops the bottle of wine. Are you on drugs? No. That was a $1,000 bottle of Lafitte Rothschild. I'm so very sorry, sir. So very sorry, sir. Were you dropped as a child of a very great height? I Actually, I, I couldn't confirm or deny sir, that. Is everything all right? Congratulations. You have succeeded in hiring possibly the worst waiter in history. You heard the man, Jorge. You're fired. I love that Chuck's undercover name is Jorge. But what's this? Chuck hears a voice and it triggers the intersect. I'll call security to take you out. No, 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 no. I need this job. Please don't fire me. Have some compassion, some mercy. Hey, Mr. Hayes. Do you have my microchip? Hello. My bosses don't like to wait. Perhaps... We could talk in private. Terminate, exterminate, initiate burn notice. Let's go. Hey, oh, wait, no, no, just let me finish my shift. Bartowski. Now cut back to the buy more and it's closing time and Morgan and Lester, they're afraid to leave the store because Mitt is going to beat the crap out of them. Shift's over. Time to meet your maker. I'm too young, upperly mobile, and handsome to die. Don't worry, Morgan. I'll take care of Anna when you're gone. I'd rather be drawn and quartered. Let's go, Morgan. We can't go. Mitty's going to kill us, dude. Hey, unhand me now, all right? Let's get it together. Here. All right, I'm, I'm not scared of Mitt. You are crazy, man. I am not going anywhere. That's why I got the girl. Dead man walking. <laughs> Yeah, thanks a lot, Jeff. That really helps. Oh, you know what? Holy smokes. I just remembered Big Mike wanted me to finish this inventory by tomorrow morning. Morgan, you can't let a bully like Mitt push you around. This isn't high school. No, it's worse. This is Bymore.
So that's it. I guess Morgan and Lester are there for the night. Now, cut back to the mansion, and Chuck is locked outside because poor Jorge has been fired. Moron. Bryce and Sarah at the vault. Come back to the van. Uh, no, I flashed on a fulcrum agent, but I didn't see your face. Wait, wait, wait. We need to know what she looks like. Go back inside and get me a real ID. I'm locked out. Yeah, well, since I'm not a complete idiot like a certain someone, by which I mean you, I tapped into the security system. Try it now. Pretty impressive, Casey. Just get in there and find the fulcrum agent. You got five minutes. Go. <laughs> uh, you can barely hear that but a guy goes is that jorge <laughs> as chuck walks through the kitchen it's hilarious so chuck crawls inside the dining room he hides under a table and he hears this you promised us the decrypted chip two weeks ago and instead you're throwing a party well what's the point of being rich if you can't have a little fun you have decrypted the information on the chip yes yes it's all finished the uh, question is Where's my fee? Forget the 15 million. Oh! Oh! oh my god! I think I'll just take my chip. It's in my vault. Um, I'll take you right. Von Hayes drops his keychain, but then Chuck notices on the keychain is actually the chip the Fulcrum agent is after, and he flashes on it. What you see is Chuck flashes on a number of different agents, including Sarah and Casey. So this really is important information. Oh, Casey, Casey, the microchip is not in the vault. It is on Von Hayes' keychain, and I also got a really good look at the fulcrum agent. What'd she look like? Oh my gosh, dude, so awful. I mean, incredibly creepy. Think, think psycho elfin queen. Did you say fulcrum? How did this lady hear Chuck under the table? He's under a table. It's not like sound travels from under the table, uh, but apparently it did, and Chuck's busted. Sarah. Talk to me, Casey. What's going on? Von Hayes is on the move. Where? He's headed for the front. He's got the chip. Freeze, federal agents. Hey, fulcrum agent has Chuck. She's leaving out the back door. Sarah, what are you doing? Chuck's in danger. That fulcrum agent will kill him if we don't get it. No, our covers are on that microchip. If we don't get it, all of us get killed. So Sarah goes off after Chuck and Bryce goes after Von Hayes. And what is he doing standing around yapping for? He should just go after him. Come on, Bryce. Bryce the CIA. How could it not go wrong? Bryce does indeed find Von Hayes, but unfortunately he's behind the wheel of a Lamborghini and tries to run him down. So cut to Chuck, and the Fulcrum agents got him at gunpoint, and he's trying to talk his way out of this mess. And he keeps talking about how she looks like an elfin queen. <laughs> you gotta believe me, you gotta believe me. The whole creepy elfin thing was a compliment, I swear. Ever since my sixth grade librarian introduced me to the hobbits, I've been hooked on them. I don't know if it's the eyes or the ears. Shut up, Jorge. Luckily, Sarah shows up to save Jorge. Chuck! Chuck and cover! <laughs> Watch out, Sarah. She threw some kind of exploding disc type thing. Chuck! Are you okay? Chuck! Hey! Uh, yeah. 
Luckily, Sarah pushed Chuck out of the way and he's safe, but Sarah, she's on the ground unconscious. Cut to Westside Medical Center, and Sarah is now in a hospital bed, and Chuck is there with some flowers. Oh, that's nice. Hi. Hey. Dr. Radiology. I uh, brought you some gardenias. You're my favorite. How did you know? Well, I'm not an entirely incompetent spy, you know. Thank you. You can put them over there. And when Chuck turns around, he sees an entire wall full of flowers. <laughs> Bryce Larkin, huh? I guess no matter what it is, I'll always come in second to that guy. Not always. Ellie said you had a concussion? Oh, it's just a minor concussion. I'm fine. It's my ego that's hurt more than anything. Now cut to outside Sarah's hospital room, and Ellie sees... Sarah's ex standing there, and she can't believe it. Why can't this guy take a hint? Which, you know, she has no idea he's Bryce Larkin, and he's an agent, and any of that stuff. She just thinks it's Sarah's stalkerish ex. I don't believe it. What's up, babe? That is Sarah's ex. The guy just won't back off. You know what, Chuck? Might be too nice to say anything, but I am not. Whoa, whoa, hold on, babe. Let me handle this. Okay, now what's Awesome going to do to fix this situation? Now cut back to Chuck and Sarah. He's apologizing because Jorge got fired. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my fault. If I didn't get fired, this never would have happened. Hey, don't apologize, okay? It is not your job to protect me. No. Well, all things being considered, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, you have a lot of good qualities, but uh, I'm not sure bodyguard is one of them. Who knows, Sarah? Maybe one day. So, Awesome goes to confront Bryce, and he sees he has a cut on his cheek. Hey, bro. Whoa, that cut looks infected. Yeah, better take a look at that. Come on. Sorry, bro. You got a lot of dirt in there. Ow. So, how you know Sarah? She's my ex. Based on all the flowers you sent. I'd say you still have feelings for her. It's complicated. I know. She's dating my soon-to-be brother-in-law, Chuck. I didn't know. Well, of course, Bryce knows that Chuck and Sarah's cover is boyfriend and girlfriend, so he has to play dumb here. Because Awesome has no idea this is indeed Bryce Larkin. Sarah said she wanted to tell me something, but then she got hurt. Ouch. Cuts pretty deep, though. So, um, Chuck and Sarah... Serious? I'm specializing in cardiothoracic medicine. That means there's one thing in the world I know best. The human heart. Spend enough time with them to see how they are together. See how she looks at them. Our professional opinion? She's in love with Chuck, dude. <laughs> when you see the look on Bryce's face, you realize, holy crap, this dude's right. Now let's cut back to the buy more and let's see how Lester and Morgan are doing. Terrible. Did you guys actually sleep at the Bymore last night so you could avoid Mick? What? No, of course not. Please, I'm not afraid of that miscreant. And if he were here, we'd tell him. Jack, put that 
away. No way. This is like faces of death all over again. I'm going to make a fortune. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe there's a faces of death reference. <laughs> and yes, indeed, Mitt and his crew are back. No. No, you want to do this? Let's do this. Let's do this. And, of course, Lester doesn't mean it at all when he ducks behind the counter and makes that sound. You guys didn't show up last night. I feel like a girl who got stood up on prom night. What's wrong? Don't you want to dance with me, bearded little man? Um, you think that maybe we can work this out together, you know, man-to-man kind of thing? We could use some new PSPs. We? We. God. All right. Uh, you know, I, yes, I'll just have to take two weeks advance pay, but yeah. Fine. Okay. You got a deal. 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 That's right. And don't ever come back. Wow. How'd you do that? Uh, you just got to learn to speak their language. You bully a bully. Yeah. Not into it. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure that was the best thing to do there, Morgan. Now cut back to Chuck's place, and Bryce needs to talk to him about this whole Sarah thing. Chuck, you, wow, you really ought to think about toning down the entrances a notch. Sorry, comes with a job. Uh, look, I've, I've already had a pretty long day, and i got to get to work, so if you have any life-changing bombs that you'd like to drop on me, could you please save them for later? I'm worried about Sarah. There's nothing to be worried about. She got a minor concussion and a few bruises. She'll be fine. No, that's not what I'm worried about. She went off mission. Not only did we lose the microchip and the fulcrum agent, the two of you almost got killed. Okay, she went off mission to protect me, which, by the way, is her job and wins her points in my book. Sarah has feelings for you, Chuck. Feelings that will get her killed. The people we deal with are cold-blooded assassins. They have no emotions, no feelings. The only chance we have against fulcrum is to think and act like they do. Anything less gets us killed. Sarah knows what she's doing, Bryce. I'm with Chuck on this. It is Sarah's job to protect Chuck. And Bryce definitely could have caught up to Von Hayes on his own. He didn't need Sarah. But then Chuck makes one last look back at Bryce and he's a little worried himself. Now cut back to the hospital. This guy shows up and I'm pretty sure he has ill intentions. So Walker's room? Oh, room 808. This guy now has a doctor's coat, an ID, and a clipboard. I think you know what he's up to. But first, let's cut back to Chuck, and he's preparing for work. Chuck. Just the guy I was looking for. These are for you. Wow, Devin. Thanks. I've never received flowers from another man before, but I suppose there's a first time for everything. They're not for me, Chuck. That's a relief. They're from Sarah's ex. I intercepted them before they got to her room. This guy won't take no for an answer. Indeed. Thanks for looking out. Hey, that's what bros are for. All right. When Chuck reads the card, it says, let's meet in private. No doubt Bryce wants to talk to Sarah about this whole feelings for Chuck thing. Bryce. 
Yeah, you know what, Bryce? I almost bought your little speech, but... Who's Bryce? Wait a second. It wasn't Bryce who left that. It was Von Hayes. He wanted to talk about making a deal. Von Hayes? Von Hayes, we've been looking for you. Who is this? Chor Jorge? Jorge Carmichael? Uh, who? <laughs> Jorge Carmichael. That just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? The waiter. The waiter who, uh, who dropped that bottle of Lafitte Rothschild. How did you get my number? I, I sent the flowers to that female agent. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm her supervisor. And your little case has made its way up the food chain, so you're going to be dealing with me now. If you want to stay alive, you need to tell me where that microchip is. Don't worry, I have it. It's safe. Just, just don't let those people catch me, okay? Just get me the hell out of here, Jorge. I'm, I'm, I'm living in a Lamborghini. You, you can't imagine how little legroom there is. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Now let's cut to the buy more break room and Chuck now needs to convince Casey to make a deal with Von Hayes. All right, I know you're pissed off that I screwed up your perfect plans, but I have some good news. I found the microchip. How? It doesn't matter how. The point is I did it. What exactly did you do, Bartowski? I negotiated the return of said microchip. Of course, I did have to agree to certain terms. What terms? Well, one, he'll only make the exchange with me. Uh, two, he wants full immunity from any government prosecution. I can live with that. There's one, there, well, just, <laughs> sorry, there is kind of just one more little bitty thing. What? We're going to need roughly $4.5 million in unmarked bills, preferably small denominations. Oh, that's all? Okay. Now, the thug dressed as a doctor has shown up in Sarah's hospital room, and I think he wants to kill her. Oh, how am I doing? Great. Looks like we're releasing in a few hours. Oh, great. Don't worry. The doctor pulls out a needle and he's about to inject something in her tube when Sarah realizes his ID does not match his face. This won't hurt a bit. Well, unfortunately, I can't promise the same. What? I don't like fulcrum, so I'm only going to ask once. Where's your boss? Now, cut to the train station, and it's there that Chuck is going to make the exchange with Von Hayes. It looks like Casey and Bryce are hanging back to watch the exchange take place. You got the cash? Yeah, I have. I have. It's in the, it's right here in the bag. Do you have the microchip? All right, give me the cash. You first. No, you first. I'm pretty positive you go first. Just make the exchange, moron. Never done a handoff before. I'm really not used to this spy stuff. It's a little stressful, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I got an idea. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we'll go at the same time. Same time. I'm going to count to three. You're going to count to three. Or if you, you want to count no, to no, three. No, 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 so much pressure. You count to three. I'll, I'll... So I'm going to count to three. On three or after three. What do you want? We'll do after three. So it's like one, two, three, change. Okay, here we go. One, two, they really are ridiculous, aren't they? But what's this? There's a fulcrum agent there, and he's got a gun, and Casey spots him. Trouble, Chuck. Make the exchange. You told me I could trust you. No, 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 wait. Wait, no. I can never get a break. Stay here this time. So Von Hayes takes off, and Casey and Bryce are in pursuit, and Chuck doesn't know what to do with the big bag of money. <laughs> 
Give us the chip, Mr. Hayes. Come on, drop your weapons! Sorry, fellas. Someone's paying us a lot of money to take that chip. So these guys aren't Fulcrum agents. They're just hired thugs. And that's lucky because Chuck shows up with a big bag full of money to entice them. Hold on! Wait! Don't do anything! No shooting! Excuse me, gentlemen! May I have your attention, please? Um, in my hands, I'm holding $4.5 million in unmarked bills. Now, I'm not sure what the current going right for fuck for higher work is but i'm feeling pretty confident that it's a lot less than this now all i ask is that you let von hayes and my two friends here go and the money's all yours or you can die horrible deaths in a hail of gunfire the choice is yours really work they're taking the money and they're taking off good job chuck that was amazing thank you no don't mention it no 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 don't encourage him (laughs) i love that don't encourage him you know a little appreciation wouldn't kill you i mean i did get the microchip back you also gave away 4.5 million dollars in taxpayer money nobody's perfect where are you going get it back idiot So Casey took off to get the money back, so it's just Bryce, Chuck, and Von Hayes, and uh, Chuck is feeling a little underappreciated here. You know, I don't need Casey to tell me I'm a good spy. I mean, I I, I think I'm doing fine. The fact of the matter is, I mean, it's really not as hard as it's cracked up to be anyway. Okay, let's try this one more time. Holy crap, it's the Elfin Queen fulcrum lady, and she just grabbed Chuck. The microchip. Please. The microchip now. And there goes Vaughn Hayes again, always running away when there's a threat of danger. Release the kid first. Kid, honestly, we're born in the same year. <laughs> I love that. We're born in the same year. Give me the chip and I'll let him go. I promise. But look who's here. It's Sarah. And we hear again Fake Empire by the band The National. If you guys will remember the beginning in the Bogota flashback when Bryce was held at gunpoint and Sarah did the old, I got him and shot him in the head, Bryce is waiting for Sarah to do that again. The chip. So, the fulcrum agent has Chuck in the chip, and she's going to escort him out of the train station. What's funny is she has no idea that she's holding the intersect right now. Luckily, Sarah's there, and she needs to take her out. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Take it. Take the shot, Sarah. Sarah, take the shot. But she can't because she's worried she's going to hit Chuck. Remember, she has feelings for him, and this is now affecting her job. 
But it, is, it does seem kind of like a far distance to me. She needs like a laser sight or something. Oh! But looky here, Casey shot her. And not only does he have the bag of money back, but he also has Von Hayes. <laughs> well, you want something done right. You do it yourself. So cut back to the buy more and Mitt and all of his goons are back in the home theater room. Morgan, you said you got rid of them. End him, Morgan. My friend, please. Please fix this. I'm the boss. Touch me. You won't buy me a taco. Okay. Uh, Mr. Mr. Mitzer, hey, uh, we had an understanding before. We did. Before. Now we need a PlayStation 3. I'm broke, man. Well, if that's the case, it's Graham, you little loser. You can't talk to him like that. Piss off, Yoko. Can't talk to me like that. Right, Morgan? I don't hear anything. You guys hear anything? <laughs> Come on, Morgan. Stand up to this jerk. Oh, and it looks like he does because he picks up a grape soda and he's about to dunk it all over Mitt's head. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you hear that? Now cut to the cage in the back stock room, and Mitt and Morgan are ready to go. Sweep the leg, Morgan. Sweep the leg. Just so you know, I think my fist bigger than your entire head. Now cue the song Barracuda by the band Heart, and Anna Wu's here ready to save her man. And it's funny because Chuck and Casey have just shown up after their long day at the train station. And they're wondering, what the hell is going on here? Lay off him, because... Anna, Anna, what are you doing? Saving you, babe. Um, I don't really think that that's the right idea here. Hey, I don't, I don't fight girls. Neither do I. I I have a candidate for possible field work. No. <laughs> I love that, Chuck. No. Now, it's been a long day of work, and Chuck is returning home, and Bryce surprises him again. Chuck. Ah, what did I say about the entrances? We need to talk about Sarah. She had a chance to take the shot back there, and she didn't. She hesitated and almost cost us the microchip and your life. I know. What are you going to do about it? I don't know, Bryce. You tell me. What am I supposed to do? You'll do the right thing. You always do. That's why I sent you the intersect in the first place. Hey, uh, Bryce. You got your glasses? You keep them. If you're going to be a real spy, you're going to need them. I don't, I don't want to be a real spy. 
From what I've seen, it's a little too late for that, Chuck. I'm sure you hate me right now. But someday you're going to realize I was looking out for you. I have been all along. Just what did he mean by that? Now, Sarah wants to talk to Casey about why she didn't take the shot and what's going on with her. And this is an interesting scene because Casey doesn't say a damn thing. I know I hesitated. I let my guard down momentarily and it was a mistake. But I can protect Chuck. Give me that chamois, will you? So now Sarah wants to have a talk with Chuck, but he's ready to talk to her too. Hey. Everything okay? Yeah. Yeah. Just there's, um, I just had a couple of things I wanted to tell you before dinner. Yeah, me too. Look, okay. I'm uh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we both know how I feel about you, so I'm just going to shoot straight. Sarah, you're the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. You're beautiful, you're smart, you laugh at all of my stupid jokes, and you have this horrible habit of constantly saving my life. The truth is, you're everything that I thought I ever wanted and more. And for the last few days, all I can think about is our future together. About what, it, what it's going to be like once I finally get the intersect out of my head. How we'll finally be together for real. No fake relationships. No covers, no lies. And now we hear the song Skinny Love by Bonnie Vare. But the more I think about it, the more I realize that you and I can never have a future together. I fooled myself into thinking that we could, but the truth is, we can't. Because even if we had a real relationship, it would never really be real. I'd still never know anything about you. Your real name, your hometown, your first love, anything. And I want more than that. I want to be able to call you at the end of a, a bad day and tell you about some funny thing that Morgan did and not find out that I can't because you're off... Somewhere in Paraguay, quelling a revolution with a fork. I'm a normal guy who wants a normal life. And as amazing as you are, Sarah Walker, we both know that you will never be normal. You know, someday when the intersect is out of your head and... You have the life that you always wanted. You'll forget all about me. I seriously doubt that. Come on, we better get inside. They're waiting for us. All you have to do is read Sarah's face that she's devastated by this. But at the same time, she probably knows it's necessary. But we know as viewers that this just means they're putting things on hold for a while. Let's tuck our feelings away so we can do this. Our job, our everyday lives, the spy missions, because this is just going to get in the way. At least that's what I think is going on. But the way I really feel when I watch this scene is, no! (laughs) 
this moment before they go in the house Chuck and Sarah look at each other and they have to get their game faces on for Chuck and Ellie so they know nothing's wrong and they smile and they walk in and everything's happy hey it's our favorite bridesmaid I'm so excited wait till you see the dresses that I picked out hey buddy glad to see you guys work things out who knows maybe you're next Sarah turns back and looks at Chuck and they give each other a glance and you know this is going to be hard hiding their feelings for each other Now cut to Chuck's room. He spotted Bryce's sunglasses on his dresser and it says, For a real spy. Huh, not bad. Carmichael. Charles Carmichael. But wait, what's this? It's an intersect update. I hate Bryce Larkin. <laughs> I love the way Chuck passes out again, just like he did in the first episode. And yes, indeed, don't we all hate Bryce Larkin? No, I'm kidding. Of course, we don't hate Bryce. We see now that Sarah has feelings for Chuck. She no longer has them for Bryce. He's no threat. But Bryce was right. Sarah's feelings for Chuck are getting in the way of her job. So we'll see how they handle that at a future date. <laughs> well, guys, that was Chuck versus the breakup. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. It was a really fun episode. Again, I urge you to go to chuckpodcast.blogspot.com to check out all my previous episodes and my blog write-ups. Also, send me some feedback at nimpodcast at gmail.com or send me a voicemail at one 206 309-4729 Also subscribe on iTunes if you want Thanks a lot guys for listening So what are you waiting for? Go watch some more Chuck And I'll see you next time Sweep the leg Morgan, sweep the leg Now this is podcasting Casting.